Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's Inside Energy and Utilities podcast. In today's um, um, podcast, we are rounding up uh, the news stories that grabbed my attention, and we've got uh, four to actually six uh, news stories that I want to uh, want to be um, discussing today. So the first one is um, Tesla. In May, uh, Tesla applied for an electricity generation license, uh, which has now been approved by Ofgem. Um, it is believed that the aim is to develop virtual power plants for its auto bidder platform, which aggregates distributed energy um, resources and works to balance demand and supply. Um, it's a very short story um, from Energy Live News, and it uh, basically just states that um, the generation license has been approved. Very interesting to see how uh, this plays out. Um, very interesting that, that Tesla is getting involved in the, uh, the sort of generation uh, license game. But it, again, it seems to be that this will be mainly for its auto bidder um, distributed energy platform. Um, and um, yes, it will be interesting to see how it plays out. The interesting thing for me here is um, to see how it plays out and what role it will start playing in the flexible grid. My feeling is it's going to be uh, quite uh, quite a, uh, a bit. It, it seems to me that Tesla is leading the uh, electric car revolution from there. They uh, they can create a lot of flexibility by the time you uh, come home, plug in your car. Um, you can start balancing uh, the grid um, with your um, your car so rather than going onto the grid you can use the power that's in your car particularly at peak times so it seems to be a big big move by tesla and, and a big step towards a flexible grid so i peeled on this one but i'm very interested to uh, to see how, how this uh, how this goes so i'm, I'm presuming that we'll talk more uh, in, in the future about uh, what, what this means but very exciting times the second one is the IEA report, which is the um, International Energy Agency, I believe. Um, they had a fascinating story. Um, uh, essentially, they produced uh, an annual report, which is the World Energy Investment 2020, and it was published last uh, month. And the energy um, agency basically describes a drastically altered energy market in the wake of the COVID-19 and COVID-19 pandemic. Um, it, it documents the largest fall in energy sector investment ever and uncovers historic shifts along the way, such as uh, that for the first time ever, there will be more consumer spending on electricity than oil. Um, it is uh, it is fascinating. Um, it, it's sort of, there's, there's, there's a few uh, sort of um, new stories along this line and, and another one that I'll pick up on. For me, the, the thing that is interesting that it highlights the largest fall in energy sector investment, uh, a drop from 1.9 trillion um, to 1.5 trillion. Um, and um, particularly the, the sort of transitioning shift um, for you know consumer spending more on electricity than oil. Um, that is obviously the, the sort of energy transition in in progress. Um, we're electrifying large parts of uh, of the grid as, as we're trying to sort of move away from fossil fuels. Um, and and I think that the summary of the report is right. And um, the sector will never be the same again. I think what is very exciting, um, you know, if there's anything good to come out of COVID nineteen, I think I think you know some of the silver linings are that. I think a we've seen the energy sector is able to to sort of cope with a drastically different profile uh, of energy usage. 
but also that actually renewables now have a very um, uh, big part to play in, in this grid. And I think it shows that the energy transition is, um, uh, is a reality uh, and, and probably a reality that, um, that um, it, it, it's been hard to see. It, it, it's been very much a vision, but I think COVID-19 has shown that actually the energy transition is real and we will move away from fossil fuel, which is, um, yeah, in, interesting and, and, and exciting. Uh, and it must be scary for some of the oil majors to see how are they going to respond. So uh, this, respo this report is very interesting. Um, I think it states, it states bluntly that the energy industry that emerges from this crisis will be significantly different than the one before. And, and, and I think that's right. And this leads on to um, um, the other story, which is very much related to this. Uh, investment bank Goldman Sachs um, has had another report um, out. Uh, it's along the similar lines uh, of the um, uh, IEA report, um, it, it, it sort of backs up a bit of a gut feeling that I've had about the energy transition. Um, but Goldman Sachs um, published a report called Carbonomics, and it concludes that investment in renewables would take a huge leap this decade and that renewables could see a 16 trillion investment by the end of the decade. I believe that's cumulative over the decade. Um, but again, it, it sort of builds on, on, on the story from the IEA, the, the energy report that they um, the World Energy Investment Report that they um, published. And I think Goldman sort of is saying exactly the same thing. The energy transition is in full progress. Um, a lot of investment is moving away from fossil fuels into renewables, and, and, and that will only accelerate. Um, it also states that as soon as next year, renewables will capture more investment than oil and gas, and that will be for the first time uh, in, in, in its history. So. Again, both the IA story and, and, and the Goldman report uh, sort of back up this um, uh, view that the energy, energy transition is in full swing and that if anything, COVID-19 has focused and the uh, attention and, uh, of the industry and shown the industry that actually this, this transition is happening. And I'd imagine if you're uh, an oil major at this point, you probably realise that the um, that you have to start looking at your net zero plans. And, and we've seen that your totals, your BPs, your shells have all committed to net zero. And I think COVID has brought that even uh, even in more um, sharp focus than it has been before. So I think it shows that the um, energy transition is, is in full swing. Um, and then this leads me on to the uh, third story. Now they're all very much linked. That wasn't sort of the intention. But it has sort of grabbed my uh, my attention, and, and they all seem to link. But but this one is uh, from SSE, who um, uh, are saying they're going to spend more than seven billion to help power the green recovery. Obviously, the green recovery, um, alluding to the economic shock that we've already experienced and that we will experience due to COVID nineteen. Um, but seven billion is, is is a big big commitment, and and. It shows to me that SSE is really taking the transition to net zero very seriously and, and, and that they're leading uh, on, uh, on this transition. So this report states that SSE is planning to spend more than seven billion over the next five year, years to help power the UK's green economic recovery from the coronavirus pandemic. It also called um, previously for a net zero power system by 2040 and um, 
the, the other big part is that SSE has recently highlighted uh, one of the biggest onshore wind farms, um, 580 million called, called the Viking pro uh, project. Um, and um, this is a 443 megawatt Viking project on, on the Isle of Shetland. Um, and um, um, it, I think all of this shows that SSE is very serious in the, the net zero transition. And, and to, to be honest, the figures that we're speaking about, 7 million bond by a private firm to sort of dedicate to um, um, the, the transition. It, it means that we'll spend 4 million a day on low carbon projects over the next five years. 4 million a day, that, that's incredible. Again, backing all of this up with the stories that we've had, the energy sector, um, you know, the, the, I, the International Energy Agency saying the energy sector will never be the same again. Um, Goldman Sachs stating, uh, you know, we will see um, a 16 trillion investment by the end of the decade into um, renewables. And SSE actually committing more than four uh, million pounds a day or seven billion in total to help out a green recovery shows me that the energy transition is in full swing and that um, COVID-19 has uh, has really made this a uh, vocal point. I think um, SSE should be applauded. It's incredible leadership in the energy transition um, and it will be very interesting to see how the next five years look for, um, uh, for SSE.